0: Welcome to the Celebration Church podcast. We are so glad you've joined us, and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. So, what I want to do tonight, I'm gonna to, I'm gonna talk about um, a component of my experience with Jesus. But what I also want to do is I kind of want to lay out the new format that <laughs> the new format that we're gonna have in our church moving forward. Okay. Because what, what we're going to do is, as you guys know, what, what Jesus downloaded to me was, was doing things in alignment with the heavenly pattern, that, that there's a, there a pattern that heaven has, and if we will align on earth with what is happening in heaven, there's an open heaven, and that's where the power of the kingdom comes down. OK? We experienced that obviously, Good Friday, at the Passover service in a mighty, mighty way. And so, what we're gonna do in our services we're or we're gonna organize things, I'm gonna show you this out of Exodus chapter six, we're, we're, we're kinda gonna organize ministry around the person of Jesus, around the power of Jesus, around an encounter with Jesus and the way that the Bible prescribes that we are to engage Jesus under this just amazing, awesome, most holiest of unions, the new covenant, and what what from my experience, one of the things that I learned about these patterns is um, God has a protocol. Okay, so this is this is one of my huge takeaways from this experience. So you you guys remember when I was talking about and I <laughs> always remember this. I'm sorry if this is your first time here. Yes, welcome. And uh, yes. Okay. So, so, so uh, you know, <clears throat> I had this powerful encounter with Jesus uh, in the heavenly realm, and um, just guard your heart. And listen for the testimony of Jesus and everything that I'm telling you is in the word of God. It's all, it's all, what I found is it's all in the book of Hebrews. It's all in the book of Hebrews. And, uh, and, but what, what was new to me was what I told you guys about when I was standing next to Jesus, it was, um, God, there was such a holy fear. I'm telling you. God is going to restore the fear of the Lord in the church. Okay, now, now here's, here's the challenge, okay? We don't, so many things that we read in the Bible, the only construct in our psyche or mind that we have are our experiences on earth or how we that word relates to us. Is everybody following me? And so, when many times when we read in the Bible uh, things, there, there's a disconnect because we don't um, have the right construct for what the Bible is talking about in its fullness. So here's what, so far, here's, here's what this experience has taught me. The Bible is so literal, like it's so literal, it's like too literal for us and we can't We don't have the construct. Okay, so my experience, um, when Jesus was leading um, the assembly of heaven in the Passover, which is, that is an eternal feast that happens throughout all eternity, even in the new heaven and the new earth. It is a pattern. In these patterns, along with the other feasts, what happens is Jesus is revealed to us. So people are like, ask me, hey, this revival, this move of God, like, what is this? Signs, wonders, and miracles? Well, Yes, that's part of it, but this is about the revelation of Jesus as the Messiah, as the mediator of the new covenant, as the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and the the revelation of who he is and what he's done for us in this new covenant. Are you following me? And all of those miracles and everything else that's happening, that's, that's a byproduct, watch, of the benefits and blessings of the new covenant, of what his blood has done for us, how his broken body has healed us. And so when I was, after this experience, I was trying to, you know, I was praying. I was like, Lord, what what was that? Was that a rehearsal? Was that a ceremony? If you remember my encounter, it was like it was the heavenly pattern of what happened at the Last Supper, but it, we weren't on earth, we were in heaven. And I was, when I was praying and processing all this, I was like, okay, was it a reenactment? Was it a, what, what this is before I got context and read all this in, in Hebrews. And man, the Holy Spirit was like a remembrance. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Who? Oh, that word remembrance is a whole nother level of how we connect to the word remembrance. That remembrance, it is a full immersion in the sacrifice, what Jesus did, who he is as the, the lamb of God and the mediator of the new covenant. It's, it's a remembrance, and that word in the, in the Greek, it means memorial, Okay? So if you think about a memorial, you know, when, you know there's a Washington Memorial, there's this memorial. If, it, if it's a more memorial, you don't just uh, drive by like, oh, there's the memorial. Y'all be memorialized. Yeah, we remember. No, no. A memorial is something that you are to engage. When you're there in DC and you're looking at all the names of the men and women who've given their lives for this country and there's these different things and it's a, it's, a, it's a deeper engagement. Are you following me? So these patterns in heaven, what they bring is this deeper engagement of who Jesus is and what he's done for us. Okay? And so so this, it's, just, it's very literal. That's all I want to say. <laughs> it's like... Too literal. We can't relate. And so, uh, so, so one of the things that was overwhelming was when I was next to Jesus, it was this holy fear, his overwhelming love. It was a fear, but it was this total acceptance. It was this overwhelming all, but you're totally accepted and belonging in this love. And it just, it, it's, it's just so powerful. And what that Whatever's going on there, it's like you have to bow you you it's not like he's forcing you to bow it's almost like who he is when you approach you bow okay you just bow and and I was talking to Paul Wilbur and a couple other guys you know like like you know when I first saw him I saw the side of his face and the glow and everything but as I was there you just like you weren't you weren't supposed to look at his face. You, you, you kept a posture of honor and humility and stillness. And Paul was telling me, he's like, you know, he's like Stovall, you know, you know, most of us Messianic Jews, like we understand what a kingdom is and what a king is. He said, in almost any culture, when you approach a king, you never look at his face. You you always approach him in an attitude of respect and and honor, and and this at least at the Passover this ceremony, this was like um. Wow. This whole approaching, God. Now look, Jesus is our best friend. I experienced that. Okay, God accepts us and loves us no matter what church. But I'm telling you, there is a protocol for how to approach God in a corporate assembly of worship. And if you want to have an open heaven where you experience more of the power of God and the benefits of the covenant, I want to kind of teach us how to approach God in that way. Is that okay? So... So I'm going I'm to get there, and this is all in Exodus 6. This is the four cups of Passover of the Seder service. This is all based. Remember, the, the, the cross, that is the altar, that is the table. This is all the ministry of Jesus and the benefits and blessings of the new covenant because of his blood, okay? Let me give you a few scriptures, okay, because we're going to talk about Passover. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18. It says, knowing that you were not redeemed, oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by the tradition from your fathers, look, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Keep going. Therefore, purge out the old leaven. Get purged, get clean get healed, get set apart, get free. Experience the the benefits and blessings that you have in Christ in the new covenant. Experience that. Look, that you may be a new lump. See, it's okay to be lumpy as long as you're new. Watch. Since you truly are, what? Unleavened. The reality is that when you understand the new covenant, when you have that revelation of Jesus, this is the reality. You are unleavened. There is freedom there. There is blessing there. There is healing there. There's deliverance there. There's reconciliation there. That's the truth. If you will receive and come into a revelation of who Jesus is. Okay. Look. For indeed Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Now look at this, Exodus 6.6. Here's where the four cups come from in the Seder service. That's the Passover uh, communion service, okay? That's what we did uh, on Good Friday and on the Passover. Exodus 6.6. Therefore say to the children of Israel, look at this, I am the Lord. Look at these four things here. Here are the four cups I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will rescue you from their bondage, and I will redeem you. I love this with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. Come on, there, there's no matter where you are, you are not out of the reach of God. I'm telling you, He's got an outstretched, He's got an outstretched arm. And that song that we sing, you know, no mountains high enough whatever, all those. Man, when you turn to Jesus, I'm telling you, when you repent, When you repent, you have to repent. You have to turn from your ways, from your life of self and sin. But boy, when you repent and come to God, he is going to strike down every single thing that has been hindering you from a relationship with him, and he will reach as far as he needs to reach to pull you out of that fire. Hmm. Look at this. Look, I will take you as my people and I will be your God. Watch. Then, here's the challenge. Here's where we've been as a church. Okay? Then, after these things, after you understand these covenantal things, after you experience these things and you haven't understood, then, watch this, you will know that I'm the Lord who brings you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. You know what this is about and where we're heading? It is about a deeper knowledge of Jesus. It is about Jesus, man. I'm telling you, what's gonna happen, you wait till we start taking communion again. You wait till we get this pattern going. I'm telling you, Jesus is gonna show up. He's gonna reveal himself to you. He's gonna speak to you, watch this. Maybe maybe not exactly like me, but listen to this. You're gonna have heavenly encounters. You're gonna have powerful visions. You're gonna have dreams. This isn't about one man. This is about the church. This is about the assembly of, of, of heaven. This is about us coming to our king and giving him the worship that he deserves. So here's what those four things are. Look at this, bring you out from under the burdens, sanctification. That's right, we are bringing back an old word, sanctification. I'm tired of all these new, hip, made up words. watch here's why you know what sanctify it's a beautiful word watch it means god set you apart that outstretched arm that brings salvation we'll get to that he takes you watch he brings you he brings you to him he takes off he he covers you you that prodigal son—he covers you, he protects you, he silences the voice of the accuser. He says you belong to me now. You know we're gonna get you cleaned up. We're gonna put you, gonna get you a new robe put a ring on your finger. We're going to let everybody know who you belong to now. We're going to let everybody know whose family you belong to. We're going to let everybody know whose house you belong to. We're going to let everybody know that you are my child and you belong to me. I wish somebody could give God, our King Jesus, a praise break up in here. Look, sanctification. So here's what, on this altar, we're gonna, I'm gonna get to these, but there's sanctification, there's freedom, there's salvation, and there's praise. These are the four things of the ministry of the Lord's Supper or the ministry of the cross, the power of the cross, the benefits of the blood of Jesus. So our services... We don't know exactly when and where (laughs) they're going to happen, but we're going to, Jesus is going to be here, and we're going to minister in these four areas. Right around the altar. This is his his table. This is his altar. This This is his pasture where we as a sheep can come in and we can go out. Come on, we can get, find good pasture. Some of you've been feeding in bad pastures. You serve a good shepherd. This is good pasture. This is living water. You'll find rest for your souls. So look, he says, uh, the next thing, says, look, I will, so he will bring us out, man, Sanctu- sanctification. The next thing, look, I will rescue you from their bondage. Come on, freedom. I'm telling you that the blood of Jesus breaks every chain. Do you hear me? Every chain, every yoke. There is no, there is no burden. There is no Bondage that that cannot be broken when it comes in contact with the anointed one. The anointing, the anointing breaks every single yoke, every single one. So that's freedom. So think about that. So freedom. So that that would be, um, you know, healing. That would be any type of disease, any type of bondage like that. That would be torment. Okay, that would be like the young man was experiencing that, that self-hatred or that anger. Do you, do you see that's a That's a bondage, that's a lie of the enemy. Things that people have spoken over you. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, some of you are wonderful, wonderful, Just, but there's a couple of things that are still really hindering you, and I'm telling you where it comes from, it comes from something that somebody spoke into you or spoke over you when you were younger. You know what that's called in the Bible? A curse. It's called a curse. You know what God did when he brought Israel out? He brought them out and he struck down all those plagues, all those false gods, all of, of those. So, so watch, we're, we're gonna experience freedom here. We're gonna pray for healing every single service. You ready for this? You know what I'm finding out. You look. Don't get me on my thing of looking through the Bible. Well, you're gonna hear about it eventually. But I'm. You look in the Bible. Listen, we always we're gonna pray for everything. We have prayer requests. We're gonna keep doing that. But I'm telling you, in the Bible, you know what it says. If you're sick or you're in bondage. It doesn't say turn in a prayer request. We're still gonna do that. Okay, let me, you know what it says? Hey, you're sick. You have a, you have a bondage, you need, you need deliverance, whatever. Here's what, we're, here's what we're gonna do. Call for the elders of the church. You come forward. Let's do it the biblical way. These are all patterns. See, these are all patterns that open heaven. There's oil. There's the laying on of hands. Do you know the doctrine of laying on of hands? Hebrews six calls it a, like a fundamental, like elementary, like milk and cookies, like do, like doctrine. Do you know? With all due respect, Miss One, I don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. including us and, and much of the church, they have no idea what laying on of hands really is. And the Bible calls it like elementary. You know what those other elementary doctrines are? Eternal judgment. When's the last time you've heard good, solid teaching on eternal judgment? Forgive me, Lord. Lord. Here's what, here, watch, do you understand? Once you understand covenant and how much Jesus loves you and and here's what you start to see. Here's, see, here's the one of the missing components. What did Jesus save us from? Do you think that He went through all of that on the cross to like save us from, you know, save us just to be happy? Just to save us, you know, as an alternative. Listen, listen. you read the Bible. Listen to me. You read the Bible. You see how many times Jesus talked about hell. You read Jude. Jude was the brother of Jesus. You know what Jude does? He quotes Enoch out of the book of Enoch and said, the Lord is coming back in flaming fire to take vengeance on those who know not God. And obey not the gospel of his Christ. The Bible talks about Jesus, thank God. Jesus said, You know, I've come to the world, I have not come to condemn the world. Thank you, Jesus. There is mercy, there is forgiveness, there is grace at the cross. We kind of forget the other part. I've not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. But then he goes on to say, He says, However, those who don't believe are condemned already. John 3.36, I, I think he who has the son has life. He who doesn't have the son does not have life. And the wrath of God abideth on him. You see how many times Jesus talks about hell. You see, until we under, have a better understanding of what we're saved from, Till we, watch. Oh God, I could go, I could just go on. I could teach for hours. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, because I got to get to this and, and the first wave is getting out at 820 and, and then, then it'll be part two. The father, the father. We're talking about eternal. You understand, we serve a father, but he's a judge, He's the judge of all the earth. And one of the things in my experience with with Jesus, I never saw the father or anything like that, but I felt that I knew him through Jesus. But my takeaway with the father was this. I can't believe that we get to pray directly to the father when Jesus told his disciples, hey, guess what? You're my brothers now, and guess what? You're not just gonna pray to me. You're gonna get to pray directly to the Father in my name. The, I mean the Father. That's why watch. Hebrews, once again, it's all in the book of Hebrews. What does it say? I think, do we have it on, on there? Did I need you, don't, Let me quote it, because I don't want to get off of this, because I got to, but you, you know the scripture, you know, in, he, in Hebrews uh, chapter four, verse 16, where it says, hey, it talks about because of Jesus, but you know, because he's our high priest, he's a mediator of the new covenant, because of our covenant relationship with him, we can approach the throne of grace. Watch. With boldness, Okay. With, with boldness, we can approach the th- throne of grace and boldness in our time of need. Listen, when you approach the throne of grace in your time of need, it is different. It's a different type of prayer than regular intercessions, supplications, petitions. I'm going to teach a whole, whole thing on this eventually that Paul talks about. Listen, that Jesus, this is talking about the courts. Okay, think about this. So so we get to approach the throne of grace because of Jesus. That involves right, and I'm gonna show you this in just a second. That involves the right protocol. It involves the right posture. It involves a respect, not a cop, just a, you think about if you were in heaven and you were gonna get to go before the throne of Father God, how would you do that? Heaven, everyone has etiquette. Everyone there, it's, it's etiquette, it's, it's respect. Now, I was at the Passover so that is a serious, it was a serious, somber mood. I'm sure there's other things and, you know, everybody's doing what they're doing up there, you know, whatever they do. Okay, I didn't, you know, that wasn't what God brought me up there for. Um, so what's I talking about? So, but the, the, to come before the, the throne, there's a, there's a protocol. Okay, there's a right added Now listen, you can, you can pray to your heavenly father however you want the, the, and approach the throne however you want. Uh, that's the, the blood of Jesus covers you. That's awesome. Watch. But if you want to have the right pattern for a greater open heaven, there is power in the pattern. There is power in the posture. There is a protocol that if you, you don't have to, but if you follow it, I'm telling you, the heaven is opened in a greater degree and God inhabits your praises and even you experience him in prayer in a greater way. Am I making sense to everybody? I'm going to show you that. Okay. So, 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 um, what's the next one? Okay. So salvation, that's what he said. I'm going to redeem you with an outstretched arm. So this is Salvation, once again, remember salvation, yes, it involves heaven, but it's also, the word salvation is wholeness, okay? There's wholeness there. And this whole concept of redemption, um, so powerful. Like redemption, he bought you. Do you understand? Your soul had a price. And like we read in First Peter, you couldn't buy your soul with gold, There was no amount of money in the world that could have purchased your soul. The only thing that could redeem you that could purchase your soul was the blood of Jesus. He bought you. He purchased your soul and his salvation with his own blood. Wow. Do you feel valuable? Do you feel... I'll tell you what, here's what's gonna happen when we begin to take communion. I'm telling you, Jesus is gonna show up and you are gonna have such a powerful, personal experience. I can't explain this the right way, but here's what I know and here's what I experienced. Jesus died, he died for the world, he died for the sins of everyone, but somehow it was also just for you. I can't. It was, it was for you. I mean, you, I mean, it is so personal. It is so personal. So that's why when we say yes to Jesus, it's not this casual dating. Hey, maybe whatever that, that, no, this is a union. This is a, a, a covenant. This is a, this is the most holiest of bonds. And if you say yes to him and you surrender your life to him and you follow the pattern that he's laid out for your life, I'm telling you, you're going to be healed. You are going to be free. You are going to walk in power. I'm where this is going. Some of you I'm telling you right now, you're gonna start getting so freed up, you're gonna start going into your workplace, you're gonna start going into your schools, you're gonna start, watch, watch, you're gonna start being, being, God's gonna drop things in your spirit to do, and to step out. These who are led by the spirit, these are the sons of God. God wants to show the world how awesome he is through you. And then the, I want to get to this. And then the fourth thing here is, is praise. That's when he said, look, 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 you're going to know me, watch. You're going to be my people. Here's a covenant. I'm doing my part. I'm setting you free. Jesus, he's set us free. He saved us, all this. So I'm going to be your God. But watch, you're going to be my people. This is, we're in this together. I'm going to be your God. You know what? That means your praise belongs to God. Your loyalty belongs to God. You're gonna be my people. I'm gonna be my... You're gonna be my people. I'm gonna be your God. Listen, God's family. That is your first family. God, this, listen, this is our our family. Do you understand that? We all have natural families. We all love them. But you know what? First and foremost, we're in the family of God. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit. We're gonna talk about this in the power of Pentecost. That's what... By the way, I want to say one thing. That word boldness, come before his throne in boldness. Do you know what the Hebrews context was? They're comparing that to Mount Sinai where the fire and presence of God would break out and basically kill anything that got near it. That's why God said, set a marker, set a boundary. Let everyone know. Like basically put a big sign around the mountain. Do not go past this mark. You will die. So we think boldness like, hey, we're bold. Yeah, hey, God. uh-uh. It's like, here's what it means. If you look it up, it means I get to approach and I can speak freely and I can speak confidently. You see? And then you, you, you follow me. And then it's, yeah, of course, you're a you're son, you're his daughter, but we just got to approach the right way. Yeah? Our Father who art in heaven, hallow holy. Holy is your name, God. Holy is your name. You are God, you are not like us. Do you understand? Even on Mount Sinai, when his, his pra- he's God, think of like the sun. The sun's awesome, right? Right? It, it, you know, it gives us warmth and heat and light and all that. It's awesome right here. You start traveling and the closer you get to that sun you're why cuz it's the sun. It's not like us. <laughs> Do you see? God is God. He's not a man. He's not a man that he should lie. He's God, he's judge, he's all that. And thank God for Jesus. Jesus emptied himself of that divinity. He came as a man. He went through all this. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross so that we could approach God, so that we could become like God, so that we could be in his eternal family. That's the covenant. So watch. So on praise, you ready? I got six minutes. Okay, watch, watch, this is important. We're gonna learn, you don't have to do this, I just want you blessed, okay? We're gonna learn how to approach God in his house, in his courts, in his sanctuary, with honor. Remember we say this, we say things like, Lord, we honor you. Honor is an action. You know, it's like when you post on Instagram, praying for whatever. Well, posting pray doesn't mean that you're praying, okay? The pr- <laughs> you don't see somebody, pray. We feel like if we post pray for whatever, then it's like the prayer, no, you still actually have to pray, okay? <laughs> put this up, put this up. Cool. I could go on a whole deal about this. Oh, look. Jesus, I love this. So we're talking, you know, sanctification, salvation, praise, uh, sanctification, um, freedom, salvation. Look at this. But of him you are in Christ Jesus who became, remember, Jesus is the fulfillment of all that. So watch, he is, look, he is righteousness, he is sanctification. He is redemption. All we have to do is create a space for Jesus to be here, and all of those blessings and benefits of the covenant are available to us. I'm telling y'all right now, I'm resigning from the senior pastor of Celebration Church, and I declare Jesus Christ the senior pastor of this church. Man, I just felt the Holy Spirit right there. I'm going to have a new t- title a doorkeeper, <laughs> helper, servant, friend thing is about Jesus. We've made it too much about man. We've made it too much about, we've made it too much about, we made it too much about production. We've made it too much about, 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 uh, our, our, our structures. We've, we've, <laughs> I got to teach y'all this before, before y'all make me stop. Put, put the uh, so, uh, song song. look at this, I love this, make, can you follow me? Is anybody, can the campuses see me? So uh, look, I love this, make a joyful shout, come on, you can shout a little bit better. Hey, you know what we used to do? You know what we used to do? We, when we first started the church, we did this crazy thing. Because I felt like, I felt like I would be somewhat of a fool for Christ because we were reaching so many people so far from God when we start, we still do, but I would do these things just to loosen their body up, just to help people get out of themselves and get their mind on God. And you know what I used to do? I used to do a shout unto God. This is in the Bible. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. How many of y'all remember that? <laughs> I'd say shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hip, hip. <laughs> y'all want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> hand Isn't yeah. okay. 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 Alright this okay wait Man Those internet people are going to rip me for that one <laughs> I don't care Look, watch this. I love this, I love this, so watch, watch. Okay, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. I'm gonna tell this in a second. Look, know that the Lord, he is God. He's God. Not your problem, not your, your, your challenge, not your depression, not your weakness. He is God. Look, he has made us and not we ourselves. I love this. We are his people. Look, and the sheep this pasture. That's good pasture up there. Look, here we go. Enter his gates. I'm gonna show you how to enter real quick. Can I, y'all losing me? Enter his gates with thanksgiving. <laughs> Look, enter his gates thanks with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Watch this. Enter his gates. Remember when I told you when I was with Jesus and, and I was in a, like a courtyard, it was like a court. And I'm not gonna talk about, I was just in a courtyard, I was in, it was like a courtyard, Okay. Our church, if you were there Friday night, which by the way, when I'm ready, we're gonna have a special service where we actually show the Friday night service yeah. on the s- screen here. Um, I don't wanna put it on the internet because it's precious to me. It's pearls and I don't wanna put that out there for, for I, I love God too much, I love y'all too much. I'm not. I don't, I'm not gonna put that out there for people to, Nick pick and, and for their own souls, I'm not going to put it out there. I'm telling you, people need to fear God, man. They need to fear God. Watch. Am I still, can y'all hear me? Okay. So look out here. Watch. Remember when God told me to build an altar, by the way, Someone came up to me, a precious lady in our church who's been here forever. She said, pastor, you know, she said, you know, the stakes are crying out. I said, stakes? I'm thinking like T-bone steak. What What we talk? The stakes are crying out. She said, no, pastor, you don't remember when we built this building, when it was all framed up where the altar would be We took stakes, we had the property marked out with stakes, and we wrote our prayers, our biggest prayers, prayers for revival, prayers, you see? And you know what we did? We buried them under the altar where the altar was gonna be built. The stakes, it's the appointed time, and those prayers have reached up to heaven. Do you understand? This is sacred ground. Okay. Man. I'm two minutes over, please have mercy. I'm trying, I just gotta teach y'all one thing. I know every, it's kids, it's weeknight. I got it, I got it. I'm almost there, I'm almost enters, watch, enters gates with thanksgiving, enters courts with praise, watch, out there, remember, the outer court, Model off the temple, the outer court, the inner court, His sanctuary, look, holy of holies. Jesus' table, Jesus' cross, that's the most powerful part, it's that altar, okay? So watch, when we come in his gates, okay? We come in his gates, I want you to think of this, right? Here's his gates, these doors right here, all right? When you come through these doors, all right, I want you to, in your heart, have an attitude of thanksgiving. You thought we're gonna enter his gates with thanksgiving, now watch. And I'm talking about the front door too, but when you you come through, this is the transition mode. We're coming into God's house, we're coming in the gates with thanksgiving and we're about to enter into what? His courts, the, the, the outer court, the inner court, we're about to enter his courts and that thanksgiving is gonna go into praise. Now look, you can't see it here, but right there, there's a box. It's tithes and offerings, okay. No longer are we going to take up an offering in buckets in this church, because watch, that's not the pattern. It's not the pattern. In the temple, when you watch, when you come in, there's a box. It's called the t- t- Saduku. No, that's a former. That's a former wrestler. I'm just kidding. No. It's Here's what it means. (laughs) Messianics are just like, I'm as Gentile as you can get. It's just, that's what's so amazing about all this. But you know what that means? Watch. It means acts of righteousness. Remember when Jesus was at the temple and the woman with the two mites came? He was standing by the Suduk, the acts of righteousness box. And that's where he was watching. And when she came in, she came in with the, thankful heart. She didn't come empty handed. And even though it was just two pennies or whatever it was, she put them in that box. So when we come through those doors at all the exits or these offering boxes. I know a lot of y'all give online, but when you see that box, watch, I want you to thank God for his goodness. If you're bringing an offering, when you put it in that box, Watch. We give not because we have to. We give because we are in covenant with Jesus and it is joyful. And we are so, we are so grateful. Watch, here's the pattern. Here's the pattern. Here's what the pattern is. Those boxes are a check yourself. It's like, you know, it's like a sign, like, okay, you're you're coming in the gates. Are you are you thankful? Are you thankful? Here's, here's, the, here's the offering b- box. Hey, that's why we, Lord, I thank you so much for how you've blessed me that I can return a portion you. It's such a joy. God, thank you for what you're doing in my life. Thank you. For, watch. Here's acts of righteousness through giving, through serving, through everything else. You know what we're doing? They're acts of righteousness where we're showing the goodness of God of the new covenant. When you give, when you serve, anything you do, it's part of your praise. It's how we show God to the world. It's how we show his goodness to the world. And then, so it's Thanksgiving. And then when you come in, like I'm saying, you give online, whatever, that's, that's fine. It's a check yourself Thanksgiving. When you see that box, say, Lord, I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And then guess what? You're gonna come in. I'm telling you, you praise. Covenant is a two-way deal. He's your God, you're his people. You come in and you praise. Do not come Sacrifice of praise. You show up. We are going to praise God. I'm telling you, there is a pattern in approaching God with thanksgiving and honor and humility and recognizing his goodness and all of that. And you start praising. I'm telling you, your praise goes up. Heaven comes down. God comes down. All right. Let me pray for you and we'll have our first dismissal. All right. Father, we just come in Jesus' name. Oh, let me tell you this. (laughs) Or watch, same thing. You might want to give when you go out. It's how you come in, it's how you go out. It's it, do you see what I'm saying? It's a it that's why they have it there. It's the transition. We're coming in before our king, and then we're going out and representing the king. We're coming in with thanksgiving. We thank God, we, we give, it's joyful. We, we serve, all that. We come in, we go out. We come in, we go out. That's covenant. We worship God, we show God. You see, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your people. Thank you for tonight. Lord, we just thank you as we begin to pattern, pattern our church after your heavenly pattern. As we begin to pattern on earth, what you have established in heaven, God, heavens are going to open. You have given us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever we bind on earth is going to be bound in heaven. And whatsoever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Lord, I thank you for the multiplied blessings, miracles, favor, freedom, Lord, redemption, uh, a healing that is gonna happen. Jesus, as you take over this church and you lead this church and you bring us into the fullness of our covenant relationship with you and all God's people said amen and amen. Come on, give God some praise. Huh? Give him some praise. Thank you for tuning into today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.